0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Good morning. As always, a great joy to be with you all this morning. And uh, we had a really good pitch night last night. So if you weren't here, just missed out. Um, and so, so we were hoping to have those. I think I think what we decided on was to try for always the Saturday before the fifth Sunday of the, the whenever there's a fifth Sunday of the month. So if you can figure that out, it's kind of like the, when the mass schedule used to be, like if it's the third Sunday after a new moon, the mass is at this <laughs> time. Um, and, uh, but it was, it was just a really good time together and um, and so, so it was another opportunity too to like test drive this whole, you know, having mass here and then like switching over to having it as a social space. And that's and all gone so much better than I had imagined it would. And, and I'm just really grateful um, to all of you and, uh, and just making that transition as smooth as possible. And, and we're still looking to do some improvements as, uh, as we've been experimenting with with different technology solutions and things like that. And so, so I'm hoping in the next month or so to get like that camera hardwired in and like the TV and the entryway more permanent and things like that. Um, And I was sharing with somebody, a friend of mine was asking me how that's going. And I, I was explaining like, well, we had coffee and rolls. So after mass, like we put the blessed sacrament in the sacristy, everybody moves the chairs, moves the tables out. And they were like, wow, that's just like the early church. Which it probably is in many ways, and, and in many ways it's probably like returning to um, just even like the way our parishes once were when, you know, the priest used to come from somewhere else and they'd have mass in somebody's home until there were enough people to, bu- to build a space and then there were enough people to build a building and and um, and we're kind of like back there and, and we oftentimes romantically say things like, like we're, we're living in apostolic times and and there is an invitation from our Lord um, to recognize that that in a very concrete way um, we're operating like in apostolic times, which which also is something beautiful because that means that that the Lord always blesses and and the, that the goal is to grow. and And even last night we had a new family register, and uh, so. Yeah, so there's a lot of joy in that. But they have two more kids that need First Communion, and now I'm, like, stressed out because there's, like, 13 First Communions, and I need help with CCD. I'm going to say this at the end of Mass, but I'll say it right now so that our Lord can work on your hearts. But I'm going to need help with CCD. Um, Today, our Lord is uh, in this Gospel according to Matthew. We begin reading through the Sermon on the Mount, speaking of beginning again. And in this the beatitudes are the first thing our Lord says. So so this is like our Lord's first sermon and the first thing that he talks about is the beatitudes. And there's really an order to that, which means it's really important. And the way that Matthew writes his gospel, he also he makes a lot of lists and and puts things in a certain order. And when he names the apostles, it always starts with Peter, who is first among them and and then goes through those who are most intimate with Jesus, finally with Judas. And, and so when we read through the Beatitudes, we should maybe step back and ask ourselves, is there a logic to the order of the Beatitudes? Is there a logic to the order? Because we, we can hear them as a lot of disjointed things, and, but maybe there's, there's some gift in the order. Because I know that when I was you know, younger, um, especially, like, as a seminarian, I would I would really beat myself up a lot about, like, I'd, I'd want to start off with blessed are the peacemakers, which which means, like, okay, I got to think of all the people I need to forgive, and that's, like, super scary, all right? It's super scary. Like, how many of us, like, rock forgiveness in our life? Um, like, most of the time when I talk about forgiveness, people are like, yeah, I've been holding on to this grudge for, like, Decades. And and I know I need to forgive. And I just like it's like the one thing. It's like I'm stuck on this, and I, I just can't <clears throat> seem to get there. But we should also remember that that's at the end of the list. It's at the end of the list. And the first thing on the list is blessed are the poor in spirit, which which is really the most fundamental thing that each of us remembers that we're called to have poverty of spirit, which means I cannot save myself. Right? I cannot save myself. I need a savior. It's, it means I need to stop being self-reliant. I need to stop trying to work out my salvation on my own. I need to give up like, this weird thinking that I once had where like, I, I would pray, like Jesus, just take all the graces you want to give me and give them to my like, sister because she needs them way more than me. And I'll just work out my salvation on my own. Like, that's smart, right? Like, that's smart. (laughs) It doesn't work very well. No, our Lord desires us to be selfish in the spiritual life, which means, like, we always want more for ourselves first. And so poverty of spirit means, like, I recognize my need, and I go to our Lord with my need, and I allow him to meet my need. And then the second one is blessed are those who mourn. And mourning is also something that most of us don't like to do. But grief is a gift that God gives us to make room for new relationships. Grief is a gift that God gives us to make room for new relationships. And when we grieve well, it clears out the space in our hearts so that something new can occupy that space. And there's lots of things that we have to mourn in the spiritual life. There's lots of things we have to mourn. Sometimes we have to mourn like our old life. Like sometimes I have to mourn my college life. Sometimes I have to mourn like the life where I would really desire to like be in the army still. Or I have to mourn the life where I like still act out of complete selfishness. And you know, like I have to learn to mourn the life where I eat a bunch of like pecan caramel clusters last night, which so I should have grieved that instead of eating them. Um, and but but we have to grieve the things that we give up, and, and to include our sin, right? To include our sin, and then blessed are the meek. And so, so when we clear out that space in our heart, then we have room to be meek. And to be meek means I'm going to humble myself and follow someone. I'm going to believe and trust that somebody else is better at running my life than me. And that's, that's where that moment of surrender comes when, when I surrender my life to our Lord and, and I allow him to be the Lord of my life and I'm going to stop being the Lord of my own life. And it comes in order. And then blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And so once I surrender my life, then I really want to set my whole life straight. And lots of people have this experience when they go through a conversion process and they start to grow closer to our Lord and they become more and more aware of their sinfulness, especially past sinfulness. And maybe we, we feel like, oh, we feel the weight or the guilt of our past sinfulness in a deeper way the closer we get to our Lord. And, and so hungering and thirsting for righteousness means I'm, I want to set every aspect of my life right. And, and that means that I'm going to have to receive mercy because our Lord invites us. He, he shines a light in those places in our heart that need repentance. And then in the sacrament of reconciliation, we go and we receive mercy. And, and when we receive mercy well, it results in conversion and change. And that conversion allows us to have the kind of purity of heart that allows us to see God. Right? When we clear out all of those things, that's when blessed are the pure of heart for they shall see God kicks in. And then living in that place with our Lord, we become more courageous in becoming peacemakers. Right? Then we're ready to go out and make amends for our past lives. And, and so, so the Beatitudes give us a roadmap and it gives us an order and, and it sort of allows us to, to focus on things one step at a time. And as we do that, we grow more and more in union with our Lord. We come to know our Lord in a deeper way. And the more united we are with him, as Jesus reminds us, he says, no disciple is greater than his master. And if they've hated me, they'll hate you too. And we come to experience blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter, utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. And so we see in that the logic of the, the Beatitudes kind of t- being a road map for the spiritual life. And then the rest of the Sermon on the Mount is just a very specific look at various things, various aspects of our life. To kind of unpack that roadmap that our Lord gave us in the Beatitudes, and as we get ready to celebrate Lent, Lent's going to start in about a month, and as we get ready for that, it, the Beatitudes are another way of examining our conscience and and just kind of asking ourselves, okay, so where am I at along this path, and and what is it that I really need to focus on? You know, do I need to focus on being poor in spirit? Do I need to focus on grieving? the life I'm not living anymore? Do I need to focus on some aspect of my life where I need to hunger and thirst for righteousness? Which will allow that Lenten season to truly become, right, a season where we all strive to level up in our spiritual lives. Our Lord desires so much for each and every one of us. And he desires to bless us abundantly. He desires for us to live the abundant life. And he himself, in his person and in his words, have given us the path. And so today let us pray that that our own hearts may be more and more oriented towards our Lord, that we may be more oriented towards growth and holiness, And that through that conversion and transformation that we will truly be witnesses to all of the great things that he has done for us.